what concepts did you test and uh, were there any uh, you can say early revelations shocking findings uh, that you could share well i think and it's something when i talk to parents and when i talk to teachers and i train them um working with kids in mindfulness and meditation isn't the same as teaching them how to play the piano for instance you know you can bring in an outside piano teacher to teach the kids to play the piano and that's all you really need but when you are trying to uh create a, some sort of a transformation in the way of being in the world in your home it's very very important that you you do it yourself too it's you don't need to learn to play the piano yourself but you do need to internalize the experience of mindfulness because that's what mindfulness and meditation is and it's an experience uh that we then later understand and when we can approach it that way whether it's the experience of awareness whether it's the experience of compassion whether it's the experience of wisdom whether it's the experience of joy if we can experience that first and that's usually an aha moment when you asked about the aha moments those are, that's it when you recognize those aha moments that happen every day especially with kids where your child is completely absorbed in watching a snail kind of walk on a rock when you prioritize that experience rather than talking about the experience but the experience itself and after that sit back and understand it and intellectualize it that creates a huge shift in just the way of being with your kids the way of seeing your kids the way of elevating their experience um and in so doing elevating your own yeah i i think the last line that you just said uh it's really interesting because you're actually dealing with really creative individuals they're creative by design in some ways they're free by design right i mean they haven't yet formed in some ways their control systems in their life and awareness uh for somebody who's let's say relatively more free Uh, it's going to be a totally different design system yeah that sounds like fun uh, i mean uh, in a challenging way for sure uh, observing that and and then no you that's key too it is fun it is fun and i think so often the playfulness of childhood we just program that right out of them you know they are born with awareness they're born with compassion they're born with wisdom they're born with joyfulness and playfulness yeah. and we just train it right out of them and so if we can sort of you know step back a few steps and allow them to have their experience and then allow ourselves to have it with them it's just it's 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 fun it's fun it's playful and it's and it's helpful and it is also very helpful to them in how to navigate their lives i can see that like in a way you're actually creating a bridge between how adults actually think and how children actually evolve so essentially the same organism it's the same person but two different brains two different mindsets and um, there's no reason why uh, they can't have a similar life experience and uh, this is really really fascinating uh, given the fact that this is so novel uh, this is so you can say new in terms of the impact that you could create uh, also being massive the podcast will be uh, listen to by the parents of course our potential parents so i would love to uh, ask you um, your one uh, hack for the parents like let's say the easiest thing that a parent can do uh, every day to actually uh, like get started on this journey of mindfulness oh it's tough it's tough but if i had to choose one it would be something around appreciation and gratitude 
and the idea of ha- working with your children or carving out some time every day. It could be just before you leave the door on the way to school. It could be in the car, driving carpool. It could be around the dinner table. It could be a night where everybody just takes a moment and says something that they are grateful for today. And being careful that that doesn't turn into everybody just saying the same thing every night and it becoming rote. But really, what what is it right now that happened today that I that I that I'm grateful for? Because again, going back to this negativity bias, we are kind of trained to focus more on the bad things as a survival instinct because we can make them better and we are afraid to take care of ourselves. But in, in so doing, we miss out on the countless good, the countless things that we are can appreciate. And so if we put a little more effort into bringing awareness to what we can appreciate, since we're already wired to be aware of what we're worried about, that can actually balance out our perspective and our worldview will be a little bit more accurate. But if you'll let me give you another one, the other one I would give you would be just as you're leaving the house with the children, or again, find one time during the day just to take a pause. Just everybody today, let's just take a pause and let's just settle down and just lower your shoulders, feel your feet against the ground, you know, feel the wind against your cheeks, wherever you are, but just really weaving into the fabric of your day, stopping that forward motion that we're always in and just stopping and pausing and don't think about what's happening, but just feel it in your body. And that, those brief moments of awareness that interrupt your forward motion, they, they add up and you start to see a difference in how you feel and how you, can, how you respond to conflict and to crisis. Wow. Just by listening to that, by the way, uh, I dropped my shoulders and uh, uh, started looking at how my feet are touching my ground. And uh, it's so powerful, right? I mean, uh, these are probably the simplest things and potentially every human be- being would understand this. But just by having consciousness, awareness uh, that that this is this is uh, how you can actually be conscious about your body and how you can actually have the observer effect on your body while you're actually living your life that is so powerful uh, probably the most when we think about the world of external interventions machines pharmaceuticals we often forget the most powerful machine that's actually out there which is our own body 